Welcome to Jeff Lobb Unleashed, a podcast talking all things sales, marketing, and social for the real estate, mortgage, and title industries. An international speaker and sales coach straight out of New Jersey and the home of Spark Tank Media. Here's your host and coach, Jeff Lobb. Welcome back to another show. Um, Jeff Lobb here, uh, talking about a really important topic today. Uh, I think it's. I think a lot of people need to hear this, and it, it's going to come from like really my personal experience in you know thirty some years in the sales, real estate, marketing business. And we're going to talk about burnout. We're going to talk about how you feel, or maybe you're feeling that either I'm almost at burnout, I'm burnt out. Uh, I'm not sure if I feel like I'm getting close to that. And I'll tell you um, personally. Over my 30-some years of um, in and out of the business uh, for full-time, little corporate time, uh, ran an executive role for a large company for a while, too. Uh, I burnt out twice. Twice. It, at least that I've acknowledged and I've actually felt the pain of burnout. One time, be all transparent, crashed and burned. Like, I'm talking financing, family, the whole thing, crash and burned. And we could save that other information for the depth of maybe my book one day. But that being said, let's talk about how you feel. Um, the sales arena, the burnout comes in two phases uh, or it comes at least in two roles. Either you're, you're doing high level production, you're running crazy and your production's there and the money's there and you're burnt out. That's one. The other angle is, hey, you know what? I'm not making a hell of a lot of money. I should be and I'm burnt out. That's, that's worse. Um, so let me tell you two things. Let's address both real quick. First things first, you're not making a lot of money and you're feeling burnt out or you're feeling frustrated or you're trying to figure out why you're even in this business. It happens a lot. It happens to all of us. So let's just get that out. The, the most important thing you have to do is acknowledge that it's actually happening, right? You can't continue the pain. You can't continue the, I'm just going through the motions because you're never ever going to get get better, right? So if you're not doing it, the most important thing you're looking at there is if you're not making enough money and you're burnt out is you're doing the wrong activities. Like you're just not doing the things that are supposed to be making you money. And if you're doing them, you haven't given it enough patience. Because one thing we don't have is patience. We are in this instant gratification world. We are in this Amazon effect that I call it. And we expect stuff to happen like now, right? I want to push the button. I want it to happen. I want to, I'm going to prospect for a week and I want results. Okay. It doesn't happen that way. People don't work that way especially when it comes to real estate, housing, or this industry. It takes time. It takes months. We start preparing. Think about you. If you were going to think about moving or you were going to think about doing anything, sometimes the sales process takes a long time. Long time. You have to be willing to hang in there. You have to be willing to understand how long does a relationship take to build, right? So it's the wrong activities. And that's something we can address in a different session. But let's address the one where, hey, I'm burning hot. I'm making a boatload of money. You might be spending it faster than you're making it too, to be honest. Because I knew I know that top producer mentality, um, which is a lot of sometimes we coach that individual. And we have to also understand that you have a couple different pros and cons in your world. You're probably a great producer. You're probably high energy. You probably run 16 hours a day. And yes, the money's flowing. You're that kind of that in that rock star mentality, but you're, you're probably missing a lot of pieces. Let me tell you what at least my experience happened. I'll share my story. And, you know, I was burning hot. I was, you know, carrying 30, 40 listings at a time. Different markets. You know, I'm not saying every market conditions are the same. But here was my problem. Control. 
It was freaking control. I thought I could control everything. I thought I could do my own stuff, my own marketing, my own, you know, and I didn't want to give away a dollar. Like I was like, every dollar is mine. I need every dollar because I'm spending it on advertising. I'm spending it on promotion. I'm spending it on leads. I'm spending it on TV or whatever it was. In this case, now Facebook and Instagram. That's where I'd be spending it, right? You got to give up control. So here's what I learned. And this hit me and it took me and it cost me a lot of money to learn this. So I'm going to share it with you. You have to focus on really what you're good at. And if you're a rainmaker, you're a rainmaker, right? You you do the business, you can hunt, you can generate the business, and that's awesome. That doesn't mean the other part of you is a negative, but you have to find the genius or the magic of the other person that offsets you. And we can go through all these personal personality profiles and disk systems, and I'll tell you what, I'm a high D 95% of the time. I'm an I, I've got little C, I've got little S, if you want to get into the whole mentality. Usually that's the makeup of, for the most part, a rainmaker. Not always, but for the most part. But here's what I had to find. I needed that C and the S. I needed someone to that can take the stuff and the details that I'm not good at and still to this day, not good at. And I've acknowledged it and you need to acknowledge it. We're not good at it. Now, even if you think you are, it's probably not the activity you should be doing if you're a rainmaker. You need to go do the things that make money, generate the activities and build relationships. And I'm not saying that anything other than you is less than that or below you. I don't want you to think that that C and the S personality. Sometimes that person or those people are the most magical things that can happen to your business. They're the biggest value to make you do what you do. I want you to hear that. Doesn't mean they're way below you or they're subpar. Sometimes they're above you, but they'll do the details. So I needed someone to handle my paperwork, do my marketing. And while I could do marketing really well, was I the one that's going to sit there and follow up and make sure it's right in the details? And was it spelled correctly? And was it the right coloring? I shouldn't be doing that. I even got to a point where I had to have somebody just focus on my signs and my lockboxes. Like, why am I spending time? Not that it's below me. I need to spend my time making money. That person that's putting up the signs and the lockboxes and and all that other stuff was just as important, right? So I had to have people fill in the gaps of my weakness. Now you might say, Jeff, that's going to cost me money. I don't have it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, most, you know, high end earners do tend to spend a lot. But you got to kind of get over that. You've got to find a way to budget in and find that right arm extension of you that's going to help you focus and work on your business and not just always in it. So you've got to find a way to spend. Sometimes you got to be creative. Sometimes it's a partial salary and a percentage of transactions as you make them. So cash flow juggles in a little bit easier, right? Sometimes, here's what I want you to look for. There's a lot of times right in your own maybe real estate brokerage or right in your own real estate market, you'll find real estate agents that get into the business. They get in thinking this is a great thing. It's a part-time thing. It's a full-time thing. I just love real estate. But then they realize, and and I've heard this from people, so don't even laugh. Well, you could laugh. They just, I love love real estate, but I don't like people. (laughs) Like, I'm like, what? You don't like people. Then why? Like, why? Like, well, I love real estate. I love decorating and I love marketing and I love, okay, well, guess what? not going to make this assumption, but a lot of times you see the percentages of people that come into the business and five years later are out of the business. And that's a crappy number. I don't like it. And I want to help solve that problem. That's a big problem. But here's what I also found. It might be those individuals that may not make it in the real estate business because they don't know how to go out and hunt business and find new business and prospect business that are the actual value to your business. They might love marketing. They might love sitting behind a computer doing the the follow-up emails and the handwritten cards and willing to sit there and put stuff into the database and work on the business for you. 
they might be right in your office. And sometimes we overlook them as like, yeah, they're just another agent. They're never going to make it. No, no. If they're the opposite personality of you, and while they may not make it in the sales end of it, they may make it in the operational side of your business, right? Whether they can help you, you know, do all of the stuff behind the scenes to keep the transactions flowing, transaction coordinators, marketing coordinators, whatever it is. And sometimes it's all in one. So we just sometimes overlook that your solution to being burnt out might be right in your office, right? And it helps you focus on that. And you got to get creative in how you can structure to make sure they become whole on those transactions and understand that how valuable they could be to you. The other thing you got to do, and I'll keep this short and sweet is um, going through burnout sometimes will cost you a lot. You've got to evaluate your priorities of, you know, Yes, you need to be home sometimes for your children. Yes, you need to be home sometimes for your significant other. Yes, you need to sometimes get home to take care of yourself. Like, what have you done for yourself lately? Right? Sometimes I, t- I ask the question to a live audience. Sometimes I'll be like, so what's your like hobbies besides real estate? Like, what do you do? Uh, sometimes I'm like, it's crickets. Like, come on. Do you have a life beyond real estate? Like, you have to, or you're doing it wrong. Like, I know you need to burn hot a lot, but if you don't burn and have some fun and break up the monotony and take care of yourself... Here's the one thing you have to be very clear is in this real estate business without a good team around you. And we'll talk about teams in another session. When you stop, it stops. Right. I want you to hear that. When you stop, it stops. You stop and you can't function. You can't perform the job of prospecting, generating sales and doing all that stuff. Your business stops. So now how do you feel? How important is that to you? So you've got to sometimes check yourself Um, Find a way to build systems, find a way to build people around you and get rid of the control, right? Control is just a, just a thing. You've got to give it up sometimes and leverage the people around you that have more talent than you in those positions. All right. If I can help you further or personally reach out message on this video, DM me. I'll be happy to share, help you get into your head a little bit deeper. Um, We do it a lot uh, and we've been through it. And not saying that we have all the right answers, but we have a lot that can help you. If you need help, reach out. We're here. Um, Hopefully you got a few tips from this uh, session and uh, we'll keep bringing it to you live on the show. Thanks.